How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Dude, this is this is going to be a tough podcast. Tough podcast, because it's finally week 18 in the NFL. Uh, as you know, in, in, in the last weeks of the NFL season, you got teams playing teams that it doesn't matter because they're eliminated. And then you got really serious games that can go either way with teams trying to get in, teams trying to kick other teams out. It gets pretty difficult here, and it just happens to be that I'm in second place in the whole entire pick and pool. I'm still a four or three ahead of you, but you know, in terms of winning the whole thing, I'm one behind leader in Jake, and I have to uh, make up some ground. So we might there, take some risks this week and then and go hey, for some crazy picks. There, there's four of us that still have a chance. So it's you, Jake, me, and Brian Teagle. So these are the only four that have a chance to, to take the crown in our first annual. Uh, you know, live pick or NFL pick and pool. I, I, I definitely have changed my picks 10 times this week. Yeah, it's uh, you, you got to make up ground, but you can't go uh, too crazy out there and then, you know, risk getting the easy ones, right? So, crap to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be an interesting week. We'll talk about, you know, focus on the more uh, important games, but we'll still give all of our game picks uh, this week out for the pool. Uh, also, we have to talk about some headlines this week. In sports, how about Antonio Brown? Everyone knows what happened on in the game on Sunday uh, versus the Jets. But really diving into what happened, the whole injury uh, thing with Arians saying that he should play. He didn't feel comfortable to play. It's it's kind of a mess right now. It's kind of a who do you believe situation there. Um, also, COVID rising in you know all around the United States, and that's Everywhere. kind of putting a. Uh, it's kind of changing plans for the Super Bowl that is now uh, almost, you know, a month away here. So is there a backup, have a backup plan? Uh, is, Gotta are, have are a backup have, plan. Are we going to have the Super Bowl in Dallas this year and not L.A.? It'll be, you know, an interesting thing, uh, you know, with all these different states okay. mandates. Can you can you dream for a second? And, and I know this is ridiculous, but the way things are going right now. But if Dallas does get to the Super Bowl and it ends up being moved mm. to Dallas, we will so be there. Yeah, that would be uh, that'd be two years in a row that the that the uh, Super Bowl is 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 you know won by played or by the if, home team. if they would win you know played in their own home played stadium. by the home team right. So that uh that would be interesting there. Uh, also, big news in the NBA: Clay Thompson back on Sunday, and we can talk about uh, what's been going on in the NBA a little bit. But a big boost for the Warriors, who just lost Curry to an injury, not a big injury, but. You know, definitely something that knocked him out of a couple I, games. So they need Clay yeah, Thompson really, back. I'm ready to talk about Clay. It's been too long. Two years is too damn long. Yeah, it's it's been a long time for such a fun player. So definitely uh, good to get him back. So we'll get into all these headlines, get into week 18 of the NFL season. Let's get it. Let's run it. Let's start today's episode with the college football playoff championship, which comes Monday, Georgia versus Alabama. We kind of previewed this on the last episode after we talked about the semifinal games, but Georgia, Alabama, the rematch of the SEC championship, eight o'clock Monday night, 
Georgia with the surprising three-point favorite. Do, uh, I'm sorry. Do you understand that? No. What? I, I, no. Why? Why would Georgia be a three-point favorite? I, I don't know. I, I think I think it's it is it's probably solely based on the semifinal game. I guess you could say Georgia had a more dominating performance. But when a team just beat you two weeks, you know, or a month ago, I guess, you know, two weeks in, in the football schedule, but just beat you a month ago and pretty handily, handedly, handily. and you're a three-point underdog, I, I don't understand that. I, I really love Alabama in this game. I know it's hard oh. to beat a team twice, uh, but but this this Alabama team with Nick Saban just seems to have an answer for 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 for, for the other team's, you know, strengths. I feel like they they always have an answer. They always can do the the thing that that is you know not the strength of the other team. It's just it's been really impressive over the last you know decade that they've been dominant in all these championships that they've won. It, uh, is it fair to say, AJ, honestly, that Nick Saban has Kirby Smart outsmarted consistently? Yeah. I mean, it I mean, is. It's pretty. It has been pretty consistent. I mean, that's. And, uh, and except for John Mechie going down, is Alabama bringing the Heisman Trophy winner, one of the best running backs in the country, one of the best wide receivers in the country, the sack leader in the country, one of the most potent defenses, you know, front seven. Like, I'm trying to figure out. Like, you know, Georgia's a nice story. They've had a great year. You know, the Jordan Davis and Nicobe Deans are are going to be phenomenal players in the NBA in the NFL but I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm going back to my old laurels and that is I don't think Stenson Bennett can win the big big game I don't think Georgia who hasn't won a championship since 1980 and Herschel Walker can rise to the occasion they they seem to flounder in those big games and I'm going to go with Nick Saban figuring out a way to consistently keep Kirby smart off balance yeah and there's my my run there's 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 my and it it just you know the biggest question is we just saw these two teams play and you saw a dominant Georgia defense the entire year and they play Alabama and they look like they can't stop anybody and then they play Michigan and they they you know really don't allow a touchdown till till garbage time so what defense is really going to show up what 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 are you going to see and and the problem is is Alabama is going to is probably not going to you know do what they did last game in the college football semifinal against Cincinnati, which is run, 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 run all over Cincinnati, who really couldn't stop the run. Uh, what they do the last time they played Georgia, they abandoned the run, and they threw all over Georgia. So th- this team can win multiple ways. Bryce Young basically took the game off against Cincinnati. He didn't need to do anything, even though he looked fine. Mm-hmm. He, he, this is going to be on Bryce Young, and I think they have an extreme advantage with Bryce Young over Stetson Bennett, and I think they will win outright. Every day of the week. I mean, if you're telling me who do you have more confidence in, I'll put all my money on Bryce Young over yeah. Stenson Bennett. So I, I'm going to take Alabama. I'll take them uh, with the, the the as the underdog to win the national championship once again here, uh, and and I think that I I think it'll be a, a closer game, you know, a better game to watch. Um, I I don't think it's going to be this, you know, blowout that it was, you know, double digit win. No, but. I don't think so either. But you know what I love most? You know, you know what's the one bet that I am absolutely in love with? Mm. And that is the under. Yeah. 51 it, and a half. It's a lot of points for, you know, two defenses that have been playing really good lately. Right? So. Like this game could go up 28-24, 
right? And still be under. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, that's, you're asking for literally at 51 and a half points. I mean, that's seven touchdowns and a field goal. Right. That's a lot of scoring. Like you said, two good defenses. I think that in a national championship, they're going to play tight. I, I love the under. Love All it. right. That is the, uh, that's the national championship. That'll be on Monday. So uh, we will, you know, get, get to uh, recapping the, that one next week. Uh, but let's move on to some headlines here. How about let's start with Antonio Brown. What's going on here with, uh, with Antonio Brown after he left the game, middle of the game against the Jets, basically, you know, quit the team. That was, you know, the first report. Then it was he was cut by the Bucks. Uh, you know, th- this is really a, a who do you believe story. You know, obviously cool. Antonio Brown dealing with an injury uh, for the last couple really months. You know, with a with an ankle injury, w- wasn't playing for a while. Then got in trouble with the fake vac- vaccination card. Was suspended. So th- this you know was a couple weeks or a couple months of him not playing. He finally got back into action a week ago. Then reaggravates that injury. And comes into this game, you know, cleared, like cleared to play. He suited up. He played the first half. He played snaps in the game. And then all of a sudden was seen stripping his clothes off, throwing him into the stands and got cut by the Bucks. So th- this is, you know, Antonio Brown saying that he didn't feel he was fully healthy. Maybe he re-injured it again in the game and didn't want to go back in. Arians told him that he was fine and, and to go back in. That's based on what he's saying. So th- th- it's kind of a... An interesting story here. You would have thought the original thought that that, you know, everyone was speculating about was Antonio Brown was so close to these milestones of uh, and these incentives that he could hit with a couple more catches, yards and and another touchdown. And everyone thought that Arians was actually doing the opposite, not allowing him to go back in. And that's why no way that was. And that was we're we're talking about a million dollars. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, a hundred million. Right. So that was not the case. So it's kind of the opposite in the fact that he Arians wanted him to go back in and he didn't want to go back. Do you believe? I don't know. I I, I think it's kind of childish. Um, If you're if you're cleared to play, you're cleared to play. If you're not, you're not. I mean, I don't. I have no idea. He seemed fine running off the field. So, well, he I, said I really that you know, know. doing jumping jacks is one thing. Cutting hard in and you know trying to get around yeah, defenders and was, sure. was, was what he couldn't do. But if he couldn't do that, what? Why is he not with the doctor saying that you know he claimed he claimed he told the trainer that he couldn't right. go. Listen, it, it's a total he said she said. What's disgusting about the whole situation is how. He is so adamant about what happened, and Bruce Arians is so adamant about the opposite side of what happened, and somebody's lying. Yeah, and it's it's how how could how could you be lying if if he was hurt and told the trainer he couldn't go? How as a coach do you like say you have to get in there if you're hurt? You're hurt, and then maybe, how- maybe the trainer didn't tell Arians. Right, and then, maybe they uh, maybe they both are right, and and there's an intermediary that did, that dropped the ball. And and my thing is, if if that isn't if he didn't tell him that's the case, then why Antonio is Antonio Brown's first reaction not talk to the trainer yourself? I'm gonna sit on the sideline, you know, not this huge. I'm quitting this team, or I don't know. It's just a mess. Well, because you know Bruce Arians told him to get the f out, and you're off this team, and I don't let you know. I mean, he just got his ego right, and, and you know, it, messed up. I think it was the final straw for Arians, being all the stuff he's put up through to get. You know, I'm sure you know he didn't want Antonio Brown on this team in the first place. He this didn't. was nope. Tom Brady. Was Tom Brady. This was you know 
uh, you know, I'm yeah, I'm adding a skilled player. It got me a Super Bowl, but I don't like this guy. I don't like him on our team. And this was the final straw with probably him being fed up with him throughout the last couple of weeks with the vaccination and him keep, you know, having to defend him. So th- this was the final straw. This was What's amazing get is out, get I out was, my team. The cooler story was going to be if anyone actually took a chance and picked him up for the playoff run. But now, basically, he's he's saying that he needs surgery and, you know, his year is done. He'll be back and better than ever next year. So I think we could put a, a nail in that call. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure he'll be back. You know, there, there's reports out there saying that people understand what he's dealing with and, and what they would have to deal with with him on the team. But his skill level, as he's shown, is still, you know, being an elite wide receiver. So I'm I sure he'll be back. I will bet a million dollars he will be on a roster come training camp. Yeah. Whether he makes it to the team and stays on the team and makes it through the year, I couldn't tell you. But he will be in some training camp next year. Yeah, that uh, I agree with there as well. All right, let's talk a little about the NBA uh, here. We haven't you know, talked in the last couple of weeks about uh, some of these teams and who's moving up, who's moving down. Uh, one thing that is the big headline in the NBA, uh, Clay Thompson for the Golden State Warriors will be back on Ooh. Sunday. Uh, still the first place Golden State Warriors. It, uh, you know, they weren't. They've lost a couple more games since the last time we've talked about them, but still first place, tied with Phoenix right now, twenty nine and eight. Uh, Curry was injured the other night against the uh, against the Mavericks. Uh, should just be like a, a contusion uh, on his leg, so he, sh- he should be fine. But you know, they're gonna get. I'm sure Curry will be back for that Sunday game with Clay, Draymond. You know, everyone's been playing good. Wiggins and uh, and uh, uh, I'm blanking here. Uh, but they they have been playing really good. They've been playing, you know, keeping at pace with the Suns, who have also been playing very well. Um, you know, I was time, I was trying to figure out Jordan Poole because he's been playing great as well. Uh, but th- those those two are the team to beat. You know, the teams to beat right now in the West. Uh, and, no- and this is with Steph Curry's numbers are dramatically down over the last month. Yeah, I mean he's he's only sixth in the league in scoring at twenty six point eight points a game. Mm-hmm. You know, a far cry from Durant and LeBron and Trey Young and Giannis. You know, I mean, he it's he needs Clay back. I, I think this team needs Clay to contribute. Like the hard part is, I mean, after he goes down with the knee, and then the next year he goes down with the Achilles on the other leg, it's going to be really interesting to see what are we going to get out of Clay Thompson. I, I am going to say you're not going to see, you know, the the, the you know uh, the the slashing Dynamic part slashing. of of Clay's game. That, I think that's going to be a little change, but I think you're honestly going to see the same shooter, the same knockdown shooter from the corner, the same pull-up three guy that can get hot really quick. I don't think that's going to change, but maybe some of the other parts of his game, he'll have, you know, he won't have the same ability anymore, but I think he's going to be the same shooter. He's going to, you know, have to average 20 something points or, you know, maybe a little less in the teens, but he, he, he'll be back. I have no doubts. He'll be back and, and be the, you know, the shooter he once was, uh, does, but in, does it make Golden State, if, if he comes back and he is a 18 to 22 point per game guy, does it make you feel that Golden State is the team to beat? Yeah, they're, they're still the team to beat. Uh, you know, the the way that they're playing, Clay, Clay, Clay would have to be, you know, a fraction of himself to not be able to contribute anything. And, and to think what they're doing now without him, he just has to contribute a little. And they're, you know, still the team to beat. So... It only helps here, and he's going to come back, and uh, and he, he he will continue to light it up. I'm sure he'll you know not want to miss a, a minute because of the two years that he's missed. So, but in terms of the West, 
really the only team that I've been impressed uh, uh, with over the last couple you know weeks is really Memphis. Memphis, Memphis has yeah. taken a huge stride. John Morant is playing out of his mind right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has him. Dylan Brooks has been out. Uh, so it's been him. Desmond Bain uh, has been really well as, uh, you know, has been really good as well. Um, it's been, it's been those two and Jaron Jackson, you know, back from, from an injury, you know, was, was supposed to be this next guy, you know, before the injury kind of, you know, fell off the radar, but he's quietly averaging 16 on a team that already has a 25 per point per, per game score in John Morant and a 20 point per game score in Dylan Brooks and a 17 uh, point per game score in Desmond Bain. So, it's it's definitely con- it's a group effort with the Grizzlies led by a star in Morant. It's a dangerous team. They're deep. Uh, if Morant gets hot, they play good defense as well. Uh, they're now in the four seed, creeping up there in, in the West as as teams like uh, the Clippers cannot stay healthy for the life of them. Missing Kawhi now, missing uh, uh, Paul George. They don't they don't have enough you know guys to go out and and, and win every night. Denver as well. Minnesota was playing good for a minute, then they then they started to fall off. The Lakers really inconsistent this whole year. If it wasn't for LeBron playing like a maniac recently, mm-hmm. they would be uh, they, they probably wouldn't be in being a playoff and, spot right and now. And the only team you haven't mentioned is was my pick to come out of the West early on, and that's Utah, who's one game behind Golden State and Phoenix. And, and Utah's biggest biggest thing this season, they have not lost anybody to COVID. They've lost a a league uh, least two people to COVID protocol the entire year. So something with Utah, Rudy Gobert, I think has the the antibodies from from starting this whole thing with the. <laughs> so they uh, they they are escaping that, and that's probably what's keeping them uh, up there with Phoenix and Golden State as well in the in the West. But yeah. quickly, and they're the, getting great scoring across the board. I mean, yeah, Donovan Mitchell still. Unbelievable, but Bogdanovich and Gobert and Jordan Clarkson, uh, Conley's having a good start to the year. They're they're solid. They stay healthy. They're going to be a really hard out. Yeah, and they're deep. They have a bench. Uh, when you have Rudy Gay and Hassan Whiteside and, and Ingles coming off the bench, you're you're good there. So they they're I'm definitely going to be a top four team in the West. Still here. confident in my pick. Uh, and then you have the Eastern Conference, with which is pretty much the same as we left it. You know, Chicago retains the number one seed. They've been playing great basketball obviously DeRozan has just been you know a star this year hitting you know some some game winners here in the last couple weeks uh 27 points a game Levine also 27 points so they are they're a two-headed monster right now and they are right now the team to beat I mean Brooklyn only one game back getting Kyrie back which is huge for them who contributed to a part-time basis yeah who contributed to a big win on the road uh yesterday versus Indiana he had a nice uh, uh comeback game there so th- th- this to me, you know, you have Milwaukee who is still, you know, a great team. I, I, I think this is, this is three teams this year. I think Miami has the same, you know, record as, as some of these, you know, top, top guys. They, they just don't, you know, they, they don't have the, 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 the Heat have been winning this year. If you've watched the Heat, they've dealt with injuries, COVID. They are winning this year because they're getting scoring from guys you've never heard of. And that are coming up from either their G League or their bench. You're not a big Max Struss fan? Max Struss, Gabe Vincent, you know, uh, Kyle Guy has come in the last couple games. You know, Bam has been out this this whole time. He hasn't done anything. Uh, And and they're getting stuff from from one of their rookies, uh, Omer uh, Yurt7, 
who has is, <laughs> has been you know their starting center. So th- this Heat team is impressive because they've done this with a million different guys and they're winning. But I don't I don't consider them a contender. Uh, Philly, no, but Tyler Tyler Hero has definitely stepped his game up. Yeah, Hero's been been excellent this year after really not playing good last year. Um, after Dude, his rookie what about year, Cleveland. Dude, I didn't even realize Cleveland was in a playoff spot. Right. I, I was going down the line. Philly, to me, good team and yeah, being great. If Philly. Tobias Harris is not going to play like he did a couple years ago when they when they uh, went the farthest that they had in the playoffs, they have no chance. I don't consider them a contender. They Cle- won't have any chance unless they get rid of Ben Simmons and get a decent piece back. Well, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen there. Cleveland's a good story. They're a good team. They're deep. I mean, the fact that the fact that they their their backcourt consists of Mobley, who right now is is a front runner for for rookie of the year, Kevin Love, who is back and is healthy and is playing good, Laurie Markkinen, who everyone forgot about that they signed. You know, if, if those three make up your backcourt, that's pretty damn good with guards you mean, you, you or, or mean and and your front court and their front court <laughs> consisting of and then their starting center Jared Allen. So. If that's your front court well, and your back and, court and you didn't is even Garland, Darius Garland, right? Is Garland and Sexton? This team is is strong. It's a deep team. Uh, it's a nice team. They're going to be in the playoffs. They are not uh, a contender. And then down the list, you have all how these about, nice Eastern Conference about, teams. They're just not contenders. Wait, just before you before you move on from Cleveland, there are eight guys on that team that average double figures. Eight. Yeah, it's it's a collective. They're winning as a group right now. They got a good team. And then, so like you're about to say. The fact that Boston, New York, and Atlanta are at the bottom of the play-in group and out and, and right now out of the playoffs is mm-hmm. atrocious. Yeah, it's 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 just it's the classic Eastern Conference. If you look at the West, I'll consider I'll consider seeds one to six and, and probably go down to eight, you know, with Denver and LA with the, the Clippers if they got their guys healthy, all contenders. In the East, there's three. Chicago and Brooklyn are the clear favorites. Milwaukee just, you know, won a championship. They, 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 they should be fine come playoff time. That's it for the East for me. I, and, I, I just can't buy any other team right now. And, and, and how sad is it that the Orlando Magic? Oh yeah, are in tank fest, last tank place. fest. Seven wins. Seven wins. The number worst one, team in the league. Number one seed. Franz Wagner for Rookie of the Year this year. That's that's that will be a winning season for the Magic this year. <laughs> Colt Hel- uh, actually, what's the guy on Auburn? Uh, the, the freshman sensation? No, 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 no. Oh, on Auburn now, Smith oh. or whatever. His yeah, name Jabari is. Smith. Or, you know, so I mean, either him or, or Chet Holgram or, or so. I mean, God, we need so much help. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a it's a young core. They just need us. We need a star. We need to hit one of these high draft picks here. But Dude, enough of that. It's, it's it's a bunch. Of, it's a bunch of high school kids playing in a yep. man's game. Yeah, so that's that's the NBA. What's going on right now? Uh, obviously, regular season NBA, boring, boring stuff. Yep. But we got to talk about it there. But the NFL still goes on. Last week of the NFL, our first ever Week 18. Let's get into uh, chaos. It'll, a Super Week 18 Saturday games, then the rest on Sunday. Uh, let's get into these picks. The last week of the regular season again. I'm down one in our pick'em. I need to make a comeback here, so I might go a little crazy with these picks here. Uh, try to get some ground up. But we'll start with the Saturday games. We got two of them. Chiefs-Broncos is our first game. Chiefs still vying for the number one seed. Broncos eliminated. 
Uh, so the Chiefs are still going to play their starters. Uh, they're, they're, well, they have to win. Yeah, they, they got Even if they if they lose, they could even possibly lose the two seed. Right. So they have to uh, continue to win, uh, and they need to pray for a Houston win to beat Tennessee or to beat Tennessee to get the number one seed. Uh, they'll beat the Broncos Saturday. Uh, Broncos, nothing to play for here. Mahomes um, will do what he what he has to do to get this win and and keep their hopes alive. One hundred percent agree. Yeah, so that's uh, that's that early Saturday game. The night game is Dallas is it- Philly, which sort of sort of matters, sort of don't. Both teams in the no. playoffs. Uh, Cowboys, yeah, Cowboys need some uh, some some wins by uh, by some NFC West teams to move up in yeah, in some of the seating. Talking about a miracle. Yeah, I mean, the only way to move up is if the 49ers beat the Rams. The Carolina Panthers beat Tampa Bay, and uh, what's the other one? And Arizona loses to Seattle. All three of those things are not going to happen. Right, and you know you don't need all three. There's just you need, certain. You need ones two of the need... three to go to the third third seed. You need all three to happen to go to the two seed. Right, so it's a, it's a little you know mir- miracleness that you need on the last week, but who knows? Uh, you have the uh, the Cowboys COVID's playing all their hitting. starters, Eagles playing all their starters, so everyone's going to play. Uh, Except you've got COVID now smacking Dallas right in the ass. Yeah. I mean, look, do I want, I, I really don't know, you know, who's going to win. I mean, I, I just don't know who really, who really is going to care more about this game. The Cowboys are saying they care. You know, they want to go into the playoffs playing well. Uh, it's on the road against an Eagles team who is winning recently, but doesn't look great either. Uh, I'll just, I'll ride with the Cowboys. I'm not going to sit here and pick the Eagles, but. I, okay. I I would not be surprised of of any upset in this one. I just don't think they care. I want I think they want to move on to next week, and uh, and get to the playoffs. So I so Micah Parsons is probably going to be out with COVID. Tyron Smith is out. Anthony Brown is out. Uh, they got injuries to Pollard, who's probably going to rest. K, uh, Curse, you know, uh, Donovan Wilson. Like, there's just too many things going on right now with Dallas where. I could see Dallas going out, giving it their best effort in the first half to get their offense on track, mm-hmm. and then in the second half going, this winning this game isn't worth it, so let's put everybody on the bench, put Cooper Rush in, and let's get into the playoffs. And I think that Philly, who's a little healthier and probably still thinks they have a, you know, a shot to get to, or really wants to actually also stay in the, the, the sixth seed, um, I, I think Philly's going to win this game. Yeah. I'm gonna pick. The, I mean, I'm gonna pick the Eagles. All right, you pick the Eagles. I'll stick with the boys. Uh, but really, just the two teams trying to get to to next week, and uh, hopefully, a you know both of them start playing better football come uh, come playoff time. Uh, another another game that doesn't matter here, just for the draft seeding: Bears, uh, Vikings. Justin Fields out again. He won't end the season as the starter. Kirk Cousins, I'm sure, will continue to play. Uh, there, so I'll take the Vikings here uh, to get it done against the Bears. So I, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Bears. I, go, I think the Vikings go with have. I think the Vikings have completely packed it in. Whether it's Dalton or or Foles, I, I just I think the Bears are going to try to win this game. I think Nagy has too much pride in trying to keep his job, you know, and thinks that he has a chance to keep his job. Maybe if he gets seven wins, I think Vikings. I think Zimmer is is checked out. I think the team's checked out. I don't think the Vikings have any heart in them left. Hmm. So I, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Chicago. All right, you go Bears. I'll go Vikings here. 
next one, Bengals-Browns, another game that really doesn't matter here. The Bengals are... They they could move up in the in the standings, but right now they you know said that they're resting Joe Burrow, so he's not going to play. I don't know if you know any of the other skill players are going to rest, but it's going to be Brandon Allen, and then the Browns are going to be without Baker Mayfield. It'll be Case Keenum, so not exactly the quarterback matchup I'm going to be looking forward to watching. But I still think the Bengals are gonna uh, are gonna pull out a win here. Uh, I think the Browns are just uh, completely just absolutely disappointed this season and what their their season is either going to finish with eight and nine or seven and ten it is it, it's to me the most disappointing team this year sure. with such high expectations i think they're just done ready to wrap it up i'll, I'll stick with the Bengals. The, you know the Bengals were a three and a half point it's now browns minus six wow with the quarterbacks which is it really is, I, isn't I, that a, yes uh, honestly nine i, 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 and I didn't a half think i was move I didn't think I was going with the uh, with the underdog, but I guess I'll go with the underdog and, and go with the Bengals. Going with the underdog, I'm going with Cleveland because right. I think Case Keenum is a decent quarterback. I don't trust Brandon Allen. I think the the Browns, you know, right now they're, they're probably happy as you know what to, to not have Baker Mayfield out there, and they feel like they have a chance to win at home. A little pride, you know, with the dog pound. I'll go with Cleveland. All right. Uh, Packers Lions, another one. Packers have the first seed locked up. Lions trying to lose for the first pick, and you know they're guaranteed a top two pick now. So maybe if they get a uh, a win by the Jaguars there, they can end up with the number one pick. Uh, they Aaron Rodgers playing, not playing. We 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 heard anything on that? I, I I'm not sure on that. So. What what I've what I've heard is he's definitely playing the first half. He may only play the first quarter. Mm. Yeah, I, I I don't think he'll play uh, uh, the whole game as well. No, there's no uh, chance. He plays Jordan, the whole Jordan game. Love's going to definitely see some time here, but the Lions yeah. cannot afford to win this game. Uh, they got to at least give themselves a chance to uh, to get the that number one pick. They are going to do everything they can in this one with maybe Tim Boyle again, maybe Goff, maybe Boyle. Don't I don't think it matters. I think the Packers are still going to win this game. Uh, I don't think the Lions want anything to do with a win here. Dude, we're going it, to it's going to be interesting down the stretch <laughs> here because I'm picking the Lions. Uh. And I'm picking the Lions because I think the Packers have not only do they have nothing to play for, I really don't think Aaron Rodgers plays more than a quarter. Mm. You know, and I think it's going to be literally one of those games where you're going to see a bunch of no-name second tier players playing for the Packers. They have the number one seed locked up. They don't want to get anybody injured. I'm sure they just for rust purposes and 19 days off, they're going to want to play people a little bit, but they got nothing to play for. They're all going to be hanging out in the side, smoking cigars. I think Detroit comes out here and, you know, the the Amron St. Browns and the DeAndre Swift, they don't care about the number one pick, right? I mean, that's, there's no way they're tanking for the number one pick. There is no number one, you know, absolute player on the board. Whether it's you get the first pick or the second pick, you're going to get an unbelievable player. No chance that they tank this game. Mm, all right. Uh, I, th- I think we've seen the Lions make a couple plays the last couple weeks that would, you know, discredit that. But <laughs> I'm uh, not sure about that. All right. Colts- and remember I said I would never pick the Lions again. <laughs> right. I don't want to pick the Lions. Colts-Jaguars. A lot of teams in that AFC need the Jaguars to to win this one to maybe open up some holes for some teams like the Ravens and the Steelers. Uh, does it happen, though? Is this one of those? The Colts need a win, a win in their end. All they got to do is beat the Jaguars. One thing, the Jaguars have won the last six games 
against the Colts. Do they do they do it again? Do they make it seven and and no and eliminate the Colts here? They all they got to do is beat a uh, beat this no the worst team in the league. No chance. I don't think so. I, I think that I think the Colts are gonna are, are gonna do whatever it takes to get the ball out of Wentz's hand and run Jonathan Taylor down their yep. throat, and he might have two hundred yards uh, this Agreed. week and and get them into the playoffs himself. That's what the I think. Jaguars. The Jaguars would get killed by Alabama. Wow. By, by Alabama? That's what by we're Alabama. going with? All right. That's right. Um, an actual, you know, more important game. Both these teams aren't guaranteed in with a win, but they obviously need that Jaguars upset and maybe a couple other upsets here. Steelers-Ravens, uh, Big Ben's last game in the NFL. I think he'll go out with a win here. I think that the Ravens... Uh, uh, Lamar's still not practicing. Right. Lamar's not going to play. It'll be Huntley again. Uh, it, it is... Probably the the second most disappointing team in the NFL in the, in the NFL this year. Uh, it's not entirely their control. Injuries have killed them. It has completely taken them away. This is the Cowboy team we we watched last year painfully try to get in that last week with all their backups in. Uh, it's just I don't think it's going to happen. I like the Steelers here. Big Ben goes out with a win. Don't think they'll get in, but uh, I, I, he's going to go out with a win. I like the Steelers, too. What I don't understand is why are the Ravens favored by four and a half? And we're taking another upset. Another upset. But, I, I mean, listen, the Ravens have done a pretty good job lately staying in games with really good teams. But, man, if they found a way to lose games in the most obscene and freaky ways, yep. you know, like, I mean, just stupid. If it's not the head coach making the damn stupid call, it's a cornerback losing a player, it's a, you know, a bad, you know, interception. Like, just weird stuff have happened at the last, you know, in the fourth quarter. But, I listen, the Steelers are going to go out. The Steelers are going to have a, uh, that ninth win. They're going to give Ben a, a good send out. I'm taking Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, Tennessee versus the Houston Texans. Uh, Titans win. They get the, the number one seed here in the AFC. I'm going to make this easy. The uh, Titans are going to win by 107 points. <laughs> they they all have to do is win. Texans, I'm sure they don't want anything to do with this win either with their uh, where their draft pick lies right now. Uh, but, yeah, the Titans win, get the first seed, get the bye. Derrick Henry in the second round. This this could get interesting. Tennessee, you Can't know, a team, a team to watch for here uh, in the next couple weeks. All right. Uh, football team versus the Giants, the NFC East uh, the least, NFC least, least championship. This uh, is a game that nobody in America, including the fans of both teams, might tune into. I don't care about this game. I also don't know who's playing. I also see that. Does it matter? Washington is favored by seven, so I'll stick with Washington. Yeah, I'm going Washington too because what I've seen out of the Giants in the last three weeks is a team that only Jacksonville would have trouble beating. But Saquon, 100 yards last week. I think he follows it up with 100 yards again to end the year. No chance. I'll bet uh, you any amount of money doesn't have 100 yards this week. All right. Uh, how about Panthers, Bucks? You say there's no chance, you know, with the, what the Cowboys need to move up in the seeds that Carolina is going to come out uh, when the Bucks just beat them 38 to 3 or 38 yep. 6 a couple weeks ago. They're going to do the same thing this week. 100%. You know, Tom um, Brady will not let this team lose, especially after the debacle with Antonio Brown and almost losing to the Jets. Yeah. He is, he'll have this team on track. He will not come out of that game until it's an absolute done deal. But this gets interesting for the Bucks, not, you know, for this week. 
specifically, but the playoffs, they're not going to get the number one seed, so they're going to have to play next week. Fournette still injured. Rojo just got injured last game. He's questionable for this one. Mike Evans still has that hamstring injury. You know, he played a little but didn't play a lot last game. Brown's off the team. Godwin's done. You know, you have Shaq Barrett and and JPP. Levante David is hurt. This team is falling apart at the wrong time. Yeah, so they uh, they're gonna get this win, but this team is definitely not the same team as as earlier this year or that that Super Bowl team last year. So this is uh, something right, just to hey, watch for for, the Bucks. for DraftKings, right? I mean, would you go with Brashard Perryman, Tyler Johnson, or Cyril Grayson? Look, Cyril Grayson has been you know the deep threat. Uh, I think mm-hmm. you know if they they want to take a, a shot here or there and in you, you you want a, a low budget player who's might go one for 60 in a touchdown i think he's you know worth the worth the shot there i i like tyler johnson i i think he'll have the game I, he's i'm gonna put him in my DraftKings this week all right uh how about patriots dolphins dolphins ended their playoff chances really uh last week with with the loss there after the seven straight wins patriots uh they can move up and down in that seating in the afc they obviously need those upsets as well i think they're just going to keep playing good football keep it on the ground keep running the ball um and i think that they're going to uh uh beat the dolphins i totally agree Rashonde stevenson and damian harris right now are a top three nfl duo and that's not a group that the dolphins want to play on the last game of the year where nothing is on the table you may see Rashawn stevenson you ever see like at a bullfight when the guy takes the red thing and goes ole you know and he just throws the flag up that's yeah. going to be the tacklers when he's coming bearing down on him he's going to be like okay here you go <laughs> <laughs> and, and get the, out of the way the thing with the patriots remember week 1 when these two teams played this could have mm-hmm. it could have been huge for both teams patriots yep. lost that game on the fumble by damian harris they could be at 11 wins now contending for the the number one seed and the Dolphins they could have been out you know a week before and and, and not have started with that extra win so definitely uh, uh, you know coming back I think Damian Harris might have a, a little revenge game here in uh, in week 18 uh, Saints Falcons Saints need a win and a 49ers loss to get in the playoffs um, I think they're going to take care of business but at the same time the 49ers take on the Rams so I think the Saints take care of business against the Falcons get their win but I think we can talk about the next game, 49ers-Rams. Who needs this more? 49ers have done a lot this season to get to this spot, and they need a win, and they're in versus the Rams. They've Yeah, but the Rams needed to win the division. Right. Needed to win the division because they got the Cardinals sneaking up on them. This, is, this becomes a, a crazy 4 o'clock window here uh, because you have all these teams, you know, vying for the seeding. 49ers need the win to get in. Uh, so they've beaten them once. They have beaten the Rams earlier in the year. They ran all over them. I think that's how you beat them. Elijah Mitchell comes back at the perfect time. I, I think the Saints take care of business, but I honestly believe that the 49ers are going to do it again, upset the Rams, get in Garoppolo back. I think they're going to beat the Rams again. I think they, they, they need to get in the uh, – they're going to want to get in the, into these playoffs, and, and I think they know the Saints are going to win. That's going to motivate them a little harder because they know they need a win uh, to get it's in. It's funny, too, because I, I agree with you. I have both New Orleans winning and San Fran upsetting the Rams. Mm-hmm. My only concern is I feel so confident about this pick if Garoppolo plays, and I don't feel very confident if Trey Lance plays. Like, I think Trey Lance against the Rams defense is going to be a nightmare. Like, this guy only has about a quarter of the playbook. 
you know, I mean, yes, he's athletic and, and he can run, but, you know, some of the passes he threw were garbage, you know, the other day. I think that, you know, in order for George Kittle and Debo and Brandon Ayuk and everybody to get, you know, and the RPO to work perfectly, I, I, they need Jimmy Garoppolo to play. Yeah, uh, he's he, he has to play. I, I really don't I really don't see him sitting this one out a win and get in situation against a tough team. He, he cannot sit out this game. He's going to be he'll, he'll play this game. He'll play through the pain. I think he's going to do it. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, Bill's Jets here. Bill's. They win. They wrap up the division. Uh, somehow the the Patriots, if you know the Jets were to pull off an upset like they almost did last week, uh, they can win the division. But I think the Bills are going to wrap this one up, uh, beat the Jets at home on. Would you on lay Sunday the sixteen well. and a half? I I don't think I would. Uh, you know, six, anything over fourteen is is tough because you got to win by by you know three possessions. That's an interesting one. I don't think I I, I don't think I would. I would lay that one, but yep. uh, but I still think they'll win pretty easily. Oh, there. they're going to kill the Jets, but I like that sixteen and a half would be interesting. That'd be, yeah, I, I think I would take the under two. Yeah. And I mean, then the I last, think I would take the, the Jets plus points. And then the last four o'clock game is Cardinal Seahawks. Seahawks have looked, you know, put up fifty points last week. Uh, it was against the Lions. You know, they've been playing a little more competitive. No reason to, you know, tank here. They're six and ten in the middle of that, you know, kind of garbage pack at the bottom there, but. The Cardinals win with the 49ers win over the Rams. They would then recapture the NFC West title, which would hint, hint, help me uh, win my uh, my prediction <laughs> at the beginning of the year that they should have wrapped up easily. Uh, but that's exactly what I think is going to happen. I think the 49ers need that win. They're going to get it. Cardinals need that win coming off, you know, the big win last week. Uh, and I think that they're going to get Con- James Conner back. Uh, and they're gonna they're gonna run the football and then beat Seattle. And I think they're gonna win. They're gonna win the NFC NFC West on on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I love how both games are at four twenty five. You know yep. the NFL doing what they have to do for drama. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna go the other way. I, I'm gonna go with the Seattle upset. Mm. I, I have told you that I don't think the Arizona Cardinals are that great a team. I think they have holes. And I think that what Seattle does is what the Cowboys couldn't do, and they can run the football. And Rashard Penny right now is running like a man possessed. There yep. won't be any elements. It'll be indoors. I think Rashard Penny, who has never been healthier in the NFL, is doing great. It opens up Russell Wilson for the deep bombs. DK Metcalf and Lockett you know, played really well last week. I, I'm just telling you, I have a feeling Seattle's going to want to go out there. It might be Pete Carroll's last game as a Seattle Seahawks coach. I think they go out with a win. I, I do. I just, I'm, if Arizona wins this game and wins the division, maybe I'll start changing my tune, but I still think Arizona is beatable. Yeah, I think they're beatable as well, but I don't think they're beatable by Seattle. That That is not as good as them right now, but it could happen. We're, we, we could see some of these teams that are, that are it, it, the the hardest part about the last week of the NFL season is these teams that don't care are they going to continue to not care and tank for their draft pick or are they going to say we have nothing to lose and right. come out with trick plays and and explain the playbook it, it happens every year we we we're, we're gun we are I guarantee you we are going to see one of these crazy scenarios for a team that doesn't look like they're going to get in that happens and, yes, and it just always think happens. think about it this way right. I could see Seattle just going out and having a ball. 
Yeah. Like Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson throwing Definitely. 50 times for, you know, 500 yards or whatever. Like I could just see him having a, a grand old time. Like let's go out and have some, let's go play old school backyard football. Yep. Yeah. I, I could, I could see it and as that's well. That's a dangerous but, team, man. That's a dangerous team to play in that situation. But the Cardinals, please just win the NFC West. You, you <laughs> choked it away from my genius prediction. Just do your job. Win the game. 49ers will take care of business. Win, win the game, win the division. All right, okay. time for the biggest game of the week. This is Sunday night. We always have one of these, a win and in for either team. Chargers, Raiders, winner gets in the playoffs on some t- one of the wild card seeds, depending on what happens uh, in the earlier games. Chargers minus three. They Both teams come into this game, uh, you know, winning their last, their last one last week, getting to this point, putting themselves in this position. This this comes down to, are we going to see Derek Carr finally, you know, he, he was playing good football, then he wasn't. Now he's playing, you know, good football to put the Raiders in this position. Can can Derek Carr outduel Justin Herbert in this situation, you know, at home? Can he do it? Can you put this team on his back like he's done, you know, to get them this, to this situation? But it doesn't matter the, the 16 games before this one is a playoff game. It is winner in or go home. And I just, I, I don't have that much confidence in, in Derek Carr. My confidence, it's much more, you know, I love it much more in Justin Herbert. I your, think bad, that, your man crush, you got more confidence in your bad crush? Yeah, I honestly believe the Chargers win this game and they get in, that they are a contender in this AFC and they can beat any team with Herbert as their guy. They're going to get all their, their weapons back. Williams, Keenan Allen, Guyton will be there along with Eckler. I think it'll be too much for the Raiders. I am calling for a shootout. Hammer the over 49 and a half. I think this one goes in the 30s and 40s. Uh, we're going to see a lot of fantasy points, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of guys going off, uh, but I like the Chargers to win it. So, one, I totally agree with you. I love the over. I love the over. In yep. fact, in one of my pick'em pools, I, I put the, uh, the tiebreaker score at 58 combined. So, I oh, love yeah. the over. Number two is how funny would it be if the Colts could lose to the Jaguars? Could the Chargers and Raiders make a deal before the game to go out there and tie? Right. We saw the like, whole tie thing. That's funny to joke about. It'll never happen with you know pride being a thing in the NFL. No, it just no. never would happen. But I love yeah, the, it'd be I, interesting to think about. I love, I love, 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 love the Chargers in this game. I, I think Justin Herbert, Eckler, Williams, Keaton. Keenan Allen, I, I just I, I I too many weapons, too many weapons for a Raiders defense that you know is too inconsistent. The Raiders offense too inconsistent without Waller, and I don't think Waller is going to play. So I, I just think that this is where this ends. I, I think you're dealing with, uh, yeah. I just I just think that the Chargers go in there. It's not a not a long you know flight. They get in there. They'll probably have a bunch of fans in there right. as well. Yeah, and, and and the Chargers never, you know, play at and even when they play at home, they're they're on the road. So yeah, I you know, if it's any team to go into Vegas, which is a hostile place to play, and it's going to be packed and it's going to be loud. But the Chargers are used to it. They play you know sixteen away games every year, so or seventeen <laughs> away games now. But they, uh, I'm not that. If it's any team that you, you don't have to worry about, I'm not worried about the Chargers on the road. Yeah, no, so. I agree. So like we've got, flow. just just to recap here, okay, we mm. have one, two, three, four, 
five different? Yeah, five different. I yep. Five different. So with me being down by uh, two, three, three, three. down by three to you and four to Jake, I'm going to need a... You need, need some of those. Miracle. You need some of those crazy picks there, and the games that uh, that don't matter here to yeah. to go your way there. But that, Let's uh, go. yeah, that's it for for this uh, this NFL you know regular season eighteen weeks in the books. Uh, obviously, we'll be back Tuesday episode to recap uh, the college football final, the uh, the, the the NFL uh, the the week eighteen finale, and then we'll get into the playoffs. So a week from today, we'll have our first wild super wild card weekend preview episode. Uh, and we're excited to get into that, you know, have some playoff football here Saturday, Sunday, and Monday for the uh, the first wild card week. And we got to start handing out our uh, end of year awards. Yeah, end of year yeah, awards are going to come. Look back at, at our predictions. Were we right? Were we wrong on the 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 uh, divisional winners, uh, playoffs, and some of our uh, award. Uh, and our and our fantasy predictions from the beginning of the season, and that'll be fun to to, to look on and see what we got right and uh, and what we got wrong from the beginning of the season. So that's going to do it for for this one. We'll be back week um, on Tuesday to recap uh, the weekend.